Welcome to the Whiny Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Abby, and each week I invite my guests to talk about real life, personal struggles, and owning your shit through all of it. We'll share life's journeys over a glass of wine, and we'll get real about growth, self-awareness, and being the best work in progress you can be. So grab a glass, pour a drink, and come wine with us. Welcome back to the Whiny Girl Podcast. I have the old fashioned here joining me tonight for a wonderful, wonderful episode. Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. We did some day drinking today. Uh, more like happy hour drinking. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't even be considered day drinking. Depends when your day starts. It's amazing now that like you get out and about and go to a public place. Like all it takes is like one glass of wine to loosen me up. And I'm like, all right, party's here. Like, where are we going after this? It's like, oh, you're going back home. That's fun. Just put it in the face of Corona. It sucks to like get back in the car after like two glasses of wine. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> and then it's like, and we're going back to our house. It's all good. It was a nice outing. The world's kind of moving on. Yeah. Bad stuff happening. Hopefully some social change happening. I hope so. The protests are going well in Kansas City at this point. So not to, we're not going to like get into a big discussion about it. Uh, I think everybody knows what they need to know. And I think everybody knows what they need to do at this point. But I'm happy to say that I've seen some reports on the first couple of days of protesting in Kansas City did not go so well. Um, there was some violence I won't even speak to which side it started on because I wasn't there. But um, at this point, as of last night, there seems to be a lot less violence and more peaceful protesting and just less controversy around it. Yeah, and I I feel really awkward talking about it because I feel so unqualified to comment. I mean, like anyone else, I've got ideas and opinions, but I really don't have any great statements to make. Um, we're here to kind of make you smile and laugh and escape for a minute. And I don't know that it's my place or our place or people that are in our, our realm to make political or social commentary. I think we want the reforms and change as much as anyone else, but we also want to give people a break. Yeah. We're here to make a giggle. So that's so, said. Yeah. So that's said, woo woo, let's get into it. I don't even know what to talk about because honestly, it's just, it seems like day 700 of just the same old shit every day. And we went out today, we went out to get some, we went out to the doctors and then we went out to run some errands and like some places are open, like massage envy, like here, (laughs) come into our establishment where we touch you all over your body. But then home goods is like, I'm sorry, we have not yet gotten to a place where we can fully feel comfortable with the sanitation of our building. And I'm like, really? I wanted to like go look at fucking end tables. But like this dude over here wants to fucking push his elbow into my back and they're open. So it does seem really odd. The choices that individual businesses have made. You'd think like food and stuff would be the hardest thing to get right. You would think. But those are the first places to open. Yeah. And like bars 
Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like what sense does it make? Like we were walking, we were walking back from the door because of course nobody has like a big sign that says, sorry, we're closed. It's all like, you know, aerial font size 12 on a notebook sheet of paper printed on their doorway. And it's like, no one can see that from their car. So now we got to get out. Which first world problems, I get it. Like, oh, you had to walk five feet to see if the store was closed. I get it. I'm a bitch. But still, like, that's been a that's been a thing with us forever. Like, why are the store hours not, like, the first thing you fucking see when you pull up to a store? But I digress. My question is, why the hell is Home Goods closed and Bed Bath & Beyond open? Or Bath & Body Works. That's what it was. Bath I and body don't works. think I can answer. Like, what's what what like what is the logic behind that? Well, people probably need moisturizer, so we're just going to go ahead and open back up. Do they have like health and beauty stuff at Bath and Beyond? Does that mm. fall into the Beyond? You know what? It's been years since I've been. It well, okay, so it's not Bed Bath and Beyond. It's Bath and Body Works. Is was the one next door. Oh, Bed Bath and Beyond. I could kind of get because it's like, all right, they sell like inflatable blow-up mattresses or bedding or vacuum cleaners. It's kind of like a home improvement kind of sort of store. Like I don't see it as a necessity, but I can more so understand them being open than Bath and Body Works. Like it's literally lotions and perfumes. Hmm. Why? And air fresheners. You're like, well, getting in their car. We got to make sure they're, (laughs) got to make sure they're. essential. It's essential. We're essential workers. Yeah. Half the world's burning. There's a pandemic, but... Can you imagine being a Bath and Body Works person, like an employee, and being like putting on that fucking apron? Being like, sorry, Tim, I have to go to work now. It's like, really, Susan? Like, why are you essential? Tim and Susan have some troubles at home. Tim and Susan. Because Susan works at Bath and Body Works. Yeah, all Tim wants to do is just go do a fire pit. <laughs> He's pretty sure Susan's cheating on him with their neighbor Greg. That's because she's flirting with the guy at Home Goods, but now she's like miserable because Home Goods is closed. Yeah. And Scott over at Home Goods hasn't been there in four weeks. She doesn't know what to texting, do with herself. Though. They're still texting. They're still sliding into each other's DMs. Yeah. Susan goes to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> Tim's convinced that she's texting while she's in there, but. No, she Tim thinks she has phone. like lower uh, intestine issues, but now he's kind of like, well, maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe it's not a bad case of IBS. Maybe she's actually doing something more in there. Oh, it's a sordid world in the suburbs. <laughs> this is our life. We just come up with stories about people we see. Yeah, when you're locked in the house for ten weeks or ten years, when you've got kids, you just figure out ways to entertain yourselves creatively. Yeah, let's be real. If the if the pandemic happened and the quarantine took place ten years ago, I wouldn't have known the difference because I was a fucking hostage, anyways. Yeah, business as usual. Yeah. The only thing I would have been like, well, why the fuck is Target closed? Because this is the only reprieve I have from toddlerhood. Like, I throw them in the cart, give them a bunch of snacks, and just take two laps. Target therapy? Yeah. Oh, my God. How ridiculous. I went back to the gym today for the first time. You did. Okay, so that was on, it opened June 1st. Today, it's It's been been open a a few days. days. So, you have now witnessed... The first wave of people at the gym. So does our, uh, do our predictions hold true? Actually, no. So it's pretty sparse. Oh. 
Um, I, I bet went, the older crowd is probably staying away. Was were, were there not a lot of older people there? So there weren't many people there. Period. Okay. It was a mix of kind of a little bit of every demographic, but the people that were there were a lot of the regulars that I'm used to seeing because we've been going to the same gym for a while. Yeah. Uh, the facility itself. I thought it was going to have all kinds of extra precautions, and really, no. Just like standard practice as usual? So they kind of like taped up the drinking fountains, and then... <laughs> With like a garbage bag and painter's like, tape? Like uh, a painter's tape, yeah. yeah. Not even yeah. a garbage bag, just like, you know, wrap some painter's tape around it to make the point of uh, Wait, no touchy. There's not even like a plastic... No. It's just like X, like an X of Pretty painter's... Much. And then they put okay. more, like, antibacterial wipes out, where normally they have, like, the couple containers. There's, like, portable containers all over the place. Oh, so we're doubling down on the sanitation. But no masks, which wouldn't make any sense if you're in the gym. It's like you're going to be sweating and touching your mask and probably not able to breathe correctly if you're doing cardio. So I don't think that's a bad idea. <laughs> some of the employees were, some weren't. Some had one on, but they, like, weren't actually wearing it. It was just, like, around their neck. So that's always fun. Uh, other than making the entry, the entry only, and then an alternate exit and some extra wipes and you can't use the drinking fountains. There's really no, uh, no change. Now they did see fit to put signs everywhere. (laughs) Just talking about COVID. Just six feet distance, that kind of stuff. Wipe your equipment off. So yeah. Yeah. You can't forget you can't forget about it. Sign, sign, everywhere a sign. <laughs> We're Stay tuned for Old Fashioned's album dropping next week. Yeah, it'll sell out quick. <laughs> Even the digital one will sell out because they'll delete it. <laughs> That's right. One thing you said, though, that was... Uh, you mentioned when you got back that was... I was like, what? I don't even know. I just kind of throw my hands up and shake my head. You've got... The like, okay, so at our gym, you can register and pay for this like club uh, chip thing that you carry on your key ring and it like monitors your progress. It monitors what you lift, what you, you know, how much weight you have on each machine. And then you plug the chip into like a kiosk when you get there and it says, okay, welcome. Like you're here. Here's your workout today. Like we have, this is like Wednesday's workout. And then you go to the machines and you plug your chip in there and it like registers how many sets you did, how many reps you did, whatever. So (laughs) the funniest part of all of this is that you said they put garbage bags and painter's tape over the kiosks so that nobody can touch because it's all touchscreen on the kiosks. And my first question was, okay, well, what did they do with the treadmills? And you said, no, those are open. They're like all full rain. So I'm like, okay, so if we're trusting that people can wipe down treadmills after they're done, why are we not trusting that people can wipe down kiosks? Or if we're assuming that we don't wipe down kiosks, then why are we assuming that we do wipe down tread? You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't. They're all measures to just make you feel slightly better. I know. It's so ridiculous, though. So at this point, I think we can all agree that the measures that you can take, try to take, be careful, but it's almost not worth trying to dissect the logic or search for the logic of what people are trying to do in these positions because I think they're just attempting... 
It's anything. To put it's some like kind of protection. Up. Well, like I said, like it's it's a way to you might be cutting down on like the germs by thirty percent, but like you're not eliminating them. Let's be real. We all came in the same door, and we all use the same bathroom at the gym, and we all put our hand on it, or we touch the same you know faucet or soap dispenser. Or yeah, we all touch Susan. She's kissing everybody. Well, and we all yeah, we all grope Susan on our yeah. way. Well, she works at Bath and Body Works. She smells really good. So I thought she worked at Bed Bath and Beyond Bed, or Home Goods. No, Bath and Body Works. I've lost track. Get your story straight. Keep up. <laughs> well, Susan gets around so much, I can't keep track of her. You got to know the tea on Susan. <laughs> Susan <Sip> and <it>. Tim. <laughs> ah, nice, delicious sip of my single malt scotch. You got that for a song today. I did. We'll tell you all about it. If you hang till the end. On that note, who has the best French fries? Oh, hands down, Arby's curly fries. Really? Hands down. Why? I don't know. They just are good. But I will say, if you're comparing to, like, give me two restaurants that have French fries, and I'll tell you what the better one is. Burger King or McDonald's? McDonald's all the way. Okay. What ones do you like, though? Uh... Between those two? Yeah. That's a tough one because they're both good in their own ways. I feel like you've always said that you prefer Burger King. I, if I had to pick one, yeah. I don't like potatoey, like gooey french fries. Yeah. Wendy's kind of gets into that range, Wendy's a little thicker. Wendy's fries are only delicious if they're dipped in a frosty. Which is a thing that I never knew until I met you. It's a total thing. Dip your fries into some kind of like shake or ice cream okay. or frosty product. Did you see our daughter today at lunch? Yeah, she, she did do that, didn't she? She not only took her French fries from Culver's and dipped them burger in. Burger too, right? She took her burger, a bacon cheeseburger, and dipped it into a concrete mix, like at a blizzard, At what point do you just get a blender and put like a cheeseburger fries <laughs> and a concrete mixer? Yes, just blend it all up. Just suck it down. Be like, that's my meal. Or just straight line it. IV it right I in. don't know, though. She enjoys eating so much, like the process of eating. I don't think she would like that because that's too efficient. I have that in common with my daughter where it's like sometimes I just need a cheeseburger. Like to just sit down and get into a cheeseburger. Almost always regret it immediately afterward. Where it's like, oh, I don't feel good now. Ugh. I don't but like it's good burgers. going down. I don't like burgers in general, so I I stick to more. I'm more of a like a hot dog. If you gave me the choice between hot dog and cheeseburger, I'd take a hot dog 90% of the time. All right, Sonic fries versus anything else. I don't know the last time I had Sonic fries because we always get tater tots. Ah, good call. Sonic fries suck, I think. I would take literally gross? anything else over their fries. Yeah. See, I, I've got no, I really don't have any perspective on that. Don't remember. No. What are the other ones? Taco Bell fries? Chicken fries? <laughs> That's not fair. You can't introduce. What were those? Were those? Is that what that was? Chicken Taco fries? Bell had nacho fries for a while. Ew, what they, were those? Uh, our son loved them. They Ugh. had like a, think like if you smashed a bunch of Cheetos up and then rubbed them all over French fries. No. Oh my God. No. Okay. So were they like, did they have cheese in the middle and they were like wrapped in like crunchiness? No, it was like a fry with like a, a coating on it, basically, and then there was like nacho cheese that you would dip them in that it came with. Oh my god, that makes me want to throw up. 
they got rid of them and they brought them back and I don't know what the current status is. That's what Taco Bell always does. I'm not up on my does. Taco Bell menu uh, currency. I'm shocked by that. I'm shocked by that. You're you're usually hip with the Taco Bell menu. I can't keep up. <laughs> they change it too much. It's too fast. What's up with the restaurants that always change their menu like every six months? I don't know. I worked at a place. I worked at Ruby Tuesdays and they did that all the fucking time. So you would like, you'd start there. Let's say you started like mid-menu, right? You'd get three months in and be like, yes, I finally memorized everything. You'd be like, all right, we're rolling out the new menu. Here are six to seven items that we've cut. And here are 12 new ones. And how are they doing today as a chain? Uh, They have closed down in our (laughs) hometown (laughs) where we're at. So I'm not sure they're doing great. Actually, has it like... It, like completely closed down? No, I don't think so. I think they're still around, some of them. Just our location, huh? I've seen a bunch of them close in my travels. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm just hitting the highways and the byways. Uh, yeah, and all your travels because you go so many places. Yeah. Um, that's a good point, though. Like salad bars? Mm-hmm. Are salad bars even going to be a thing after all of this? Were they a thing? Last well, time you saw a salad bar. Well, Ruby Tuesdays. That was like their big lunchtime crowd came in for the salad bar. Okay, Glenda. <laughs> <laughs> Who else has a salad bar? That's like, oh, that Wendy's Super Bar. It's like, what, like 88? Oh, my God. Yeah, Wendy's used to have a salad bar. Super Bar. Meyer. Meyer has a salad bar. Oh, dear God. Do you yeah, think like that are Remember VG's? That's more for you to like take home, though. Yeah, it's like, well, and Price Chopper has one. Yeah, which like, anyone listening outside of uh, Kansas or Missouri is probably going to be like, they say price chopper? Yeah, they're going to be like, price chopper, ha, ha, ha. Get to the price chopper. We chop your prices. Uh, salad, Hy-Vee has one. All the major grocery chains have one. Yeah, but I'm saying that that's more designed to like take home. I've never seen anyone walking around the store like eating the salad <laughs> out of the clamshell. That's not what they do. Well, just, usually the little like seating area in a grocery store is like the vast majority of people there are the employees. Exactly. It's the employees. Or like the, the senior store. citizen who like gets a coffee and sits there. It's Glenda because she goes there and they're like, hi, Glenda. How do you want your coffee today? Probably. That <laughs> or they're like, oh, this bitch again. <laughs> you can go one or two ways at the community salad bar. <laughs> You're either the shitty guest or the one they... The regular they love. Yeah, the only places I can think of that, like, the salad bar survives that are, like, some pizza places. Like, Waldo Pizza has one. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah, they do. Okay. And then... uh, But that's, like, local, local. Pretty much. Yeah, big chains. I don't think that's a thing anymore. Okay, but what I'm saying is (laughs) where, where they are does not matter right now. I'm, or where they're not doesn't matter right You're now. You're saying like just buffet style. I'm in sa- yeah, I'm saying like the Golden Corral, the the uh, Golden Corral should just embrace it and be like, it was disgusting beforehand and it's disgusting now. Like, let's not kid ourselves. You're not here for health purposes. <laughs> should they just if, post a sign that says "Come in for your free COVID"? If, if, <laughs> <laughs> if I was in charge of marketing for the GC, I would go ham on. <laughs> Just the messaging that, <laughs> like, you know why you're here. You Let's know not why you're here. joke with ourselves. Just shove that face full of shit. I would make a commercial of someone's, like, face in the chocolate fountain. 
and then just like oh. armfuls of, I would do, I'd Biscuits. make it ridiculous, like huge plates, huge trays. Oh, God. Huge seats. Like cafeteria style trays, but they're two. It's like two cafeterias. Like the plate's the size of a normal cafeteria tray, and then there's like a bigger <laughs> tray that that goes on. That's so gross. Why wouldn't you? Whatever happened to Ponderosa? Was that a thing anywhere else but Michigan? Okay. What happened last week on Dynasty, Whiny Girl? <laughs> I'm just, I'm <laughs> reminiscing for crying out loud. I want to know what Some, happened to Ponderosa. Something about your pod brings up the uh, the, the old <laughs> the, references. The big 80s? Time. I don't know. And whatever happened to Zach Morris? Did he ever get together with Kelly? Kids, it was the summer of 88. <laughs> I don't know. Golden Corral took over. Like They kind of took it. For those who don't know, Ponderosa was a very Golden Corral-ish restaurant yeah. that you could like feed a family of ten for like uh, twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. I think it was yeah. like a dollar ninety-nine. Yeah, it Sizzler, was gross. whatever the whatever those like kind of. They had like the cafeteria style trays, and then you would, yeah. and then they had they didn't have the chocolate fountain. They had the ice cream bar. And every single time I would go, because we won a ton when I was a kid. Well, how many hands went in like the sprinkles? And... Well, it was all like, it was like, okay, so picture when Dairy Queen like gets the toppings out of like the little, like the flip top, you know, yeah. it's like five canisters, right? And they each have a flip top with a little spoon. Well, they like, <laughs> in Dairy Queen, you can't touch that shit. Like that's all for the workers, right? At Ponderosa, that shit's free game. Like, here you go. Here's your 17 canisters with all this different shit in it. Good luck. Every single time, so they had like a rug in front of the thing, and the rug was always like wet and like squishy, and like your feet would stick to it because like people, like it's like people would send their five year olds up to be like, all right, go get your ice cream because we're we're like fucking fat and happy now because we just indulged on like eight trays of fried chicken and turkey or whatever the hell they ate. And they were, like, sending their kids up to get it. And these five-year-olds don't know what the fuck they're doing. I, I feel like those people are all, like, bulletproof. Because <laughs> their, like, tolerance and immunity is probably so high. Like, nothing gets to them. Okay, so if you, like, shop at Trader Joe's and you go to, um, you, like, go to a salad place for lunch and you're healthy and you're doing your yoga, I feel like it'd just be immediate squirts if you wanted to, like, the GC <laughs> and ate. Like but the people that like frequent there, you couldn't even there, hold it together for one meal. You'd be no, like in the restroom halfway. You'd, you'd sample three little things and <laughs> just shit your pants right in the restaurant. Your body's like not able to handle that. Your Whereas body. like the people who frequent there, literally, probably like they could wipe their nose with COVID and like take a bullet on the way out and not even notice it. Like those people are just so hard on their body. It's like a, it's like a callus. Ugh. Their whole body Ugh. is like a callus to <laughs> everything. No, they probably got like the beatus and all uh, kinds of other stuff going on. Yeah, but... it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, they're like, I don't. What are you worried about? Uh, I got I got a mashed potato vest <laughs> where nobody can shoot through it. <laughs> There's like a fork in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh God. Oh, it's so gross. We should it's just so do a gross. whole food episode. I think this is turning into a whole food episode. <laughs> we just enjoyed some fun, healthy food of freshly fried potato chips and baked pretzels in our day Gotta drinking happy hour. Yeah, we stopped for a little, little drink and a couple apps. Yeah. 
which wasn't even day Yeah, I guess it was. The sun stays up so long now that I have a hard time. That was my first thought when you said that. I was like, it was like 6 p.m. It was 6 p.m., wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. It felt like 3 in the afternoon. I didn't know. I don't know. I've lost track of all dates and times. You've got some corrections you need to make from the podcast. You need to do an episode maybe of... Um, retractions. God, retractions. What do I need to retract? Retract the fact that I was completely and utterly wrong about who the fuck I shared a birthday with, except for one person in particular, but everybody knows that now. Yeah, you were just like throwing names out. I was like, yeah, share, share not. (laughs) No. No. Looked it up afterwards, and I was like, I was completely wrong. Completely You're like, I wrong. hope none of my listeners go look this stuff up. Yeah, I'm like, no one fact checked the whiny girl because you will be, you will be unsubscribing immediately. I've been mistaken on a few things. I don't remember what they were now, but who knows? I the no Z-Man really cares. thing. I think you were, but no big deal. Was I? Yeah, because you said his name. Oh yeah, was Joe's Joe. KC's owner is actually Jeff. So yeah. there goes that sponsorship. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> So we're done. We're done. Apologies to Jeff. But I also want to know, like, where the fuck did Joe go? Like, did he kill Joe? Why is it named Joe? And if it was named after a guy named Joe, where is Joe? No one's looking for Joe. I'm not sure. There might be a reason for that. (laughs) No, my other retraction is JFK's birthday is not on my birthday. It's actually our anniversary. He was, it's May 29th. Oh, really? Yeah, his birthday is May 29th. Well, what was your first pet's name? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. What is your mother's Shit. name? Shit, you know what? If you splice this episode with the Vodka Vixen and I's episode, you've got all the security questions answered to steal my Where identity and, and pay off all my debt. So thank you very much. Yeah, you can have it, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'll swap. If you could take my identity, I would prefer a new one at this point. <laughs> Smell this. My single malt scotch is very peaty. Oh, God. Whiny girl's taking a sip. Oh, my God. No, I'm not taking a sip of that. Yuck. It smells like wet grass after a pool has, like, sat on it for three days. It's peaty. That's like, gross. Like you just dug a big... How do you, How does one enjoy something like that? Do you, like, do you let it swirl in your mouth, or do you just kind of, like, choke it back? I gargle with it. <laughs> Is that why your breath always stinks? <laughs> Your breath is like, whoa. <laughs> After that, anyone's breath stinks. Ugh. I wish everybody had like smell of smell a radio, smell a vision, smell of speakers, whatever you would call it. You can it. describe it. Uh, you said peaty. I did describe it. I described it in the best way possible. And it smells like the grass after three days of an inner tube pool sitting on top of it in the hot summer of June in Missouri. Thank you. With little kid pee. Oh, God. And somebody's <laughs> peed. And the dog. The dog has peed on the side of the pool. The nose on the tasting notes is described as pungent peat smoke. Pungent. Why would you drink something with pungent in the description? They're telling you. That's your warning. <laughs> the palate is lovely sweet peatiness. Some iodine and sea salt balance with vanilla fuck? notes and some spice. <laughs> the finish is waves of smoke fantastic length. How could you not think that's delicious? Oh my God, that is the worst description I've ever heard (laughs) and you're still drinking it. I would have put that down after I read Pungent. I'd have been like, nope, that's a no for me, dog. That's disgusting. Well, you wouldn't be able to market for the GC then. (laughs) Are there mashed potatoes 
pungently aroma. I just the mean pungent the aroma. Line of thinking. <laughs> shitty would be somewhere in the like tagline. Like, come in, it's shitty. Delightfully shitty. Cheap and shitty. Yet you'll still unrefined. Be like Hooters, but not at all. Let's talk about <laughs> Hooters for a second. So Hooters used to be kind of like a cool place to go. It's become kind of like not cool. What? Why? I like Hooters. I think that uh, other places have sort of taken over as a... Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, Tilted Kilt, like those kind of places that are... Do we, Tilted Kilt? Yeah. Do we have a Tilted Kilt around here? I don't think so. I feel like there's one up north, but... I think not as trendy as it was at one time. They haven't really changed much. Like their model sort of has stood for, I don't know, my whole lifetime. Tilted Kilt or Hooters? Hooters. I think Hooters is great. Also a place you're not going to leave feeling like airy and light. You're going to oh, feel very no. pungent. Which is always, full. that's always been the funny, ironic part about Hooters is like, hey, look at us. We're going to surround you with hot girls and tight clothes and big boobs. Here's a bunch of fried fucking food so you can shit your brains out and fart the entire time you're here. Oh, and here, wash it down with some beer. Hopefully some girl gives you her number. It doesn't make any sense. Don't you think you would want to feed those guys like salads and shit? Yeah, that's a draw for a bunch of guys. <laughs> Come on in and do some yoga and have a salad. <laughs> I don't know why we went out of business. It's crazy. We had boobs, but no one showed up. Oh, it's guy stuff. It's like cheap beer, fried food. Ugh. Everything's battered. I mean, their food the is not bad. I will say, I, as a woman, I can even say... The food is not bad at Hooters. I really, I, I enjoy it. No, in terms of quality, menu. it's good. I'm just saying it's like heavy. Totally heavy. Totally heavy. Even like a salad, because I think the last time I went, I, I had like a wedge salad, and I was like, that's like the healthiest thing on the menu. And it was just smothered in blue cheese dressing. <laughs> and I was like, well, I am going to be farting the entire afternoon. It this is great. Fried something on it. Fried pickles. I think I had fried pickles before. I ate the salad, which maybe that was a bad choice, but oh well, I stand by my decision. All this talk about foods making me hungry. <laughs> we just ate. <laughs> that never stopped anybody. But not for real. We just ate like appetizers. Let's go back to your original question. What kind of fries were are the best at competing restaurants? We went through McDonald's and Burger King. I prefer McDonald's. You prefer Burger King. Taco Bell obviously doesn't have fries. I, pick. I think they both got their strong points, though. Wendy's fries suck. I don't like them unless they're dipped in chocolate mm. ice cream. <laughs> but then again, anything dipped in chocolate ice cream is yeah. probably good. Lettuce. Uh, what about Carl's Jr.? Do you ever eat at Carl's Jr.? No, not really. I don't either. Because it used to be Hardee's, right? Same thing. It's now the same. Yeah, it depends where you're at. Okay. They merged. Uh, never, never liked Hardee's. Never liked Carl's Jr. Um... Though they do have hot chicks doing their ads in their promo campaigns. Oh, that's right. They still do that? That I was don't like know. a big campaign. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really seen much of that. I'll give it to you. Arby's is pretty unique. Arby's has regular fries now. Did you know that? Yeah, you can ask for them. They have for. Oh, they have? But no one has ever gotten them and not driven away or whatever and been like, shit, I should have got the curly fries. <laughs> I've made a huge, huge mistake. mistake. <laughs> no, I like I like Arby's. Uh, even though thirty minutes, it's like a rule. Thirty minutes after you eat Arby's, you have to like, you might as well just like get your Arby's, 
pay for it at the drive-thru window and then drive to the closest restroom <laughs> because 30 minutes after you're done, you have to shit. No matter what. No matter what. Doesn't matter. Like, you don't, doesn't, some things are just the rules. Nobody gets Arby's and then is like, oh, I'd love to walk around the mall with you for like an hour. It's like, no, you're going to shit your pants. Like, you better. Can you imagine going to Arby's and then going in a bookstore? (laughs) That would be just chaos. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably a law that you can't build an Arby's within like a certain (laughs) radius of a bookstore. Arby's and then a, a bookstore or an antique store. Oh, antique stores are the worst. Antique stores always have one bathroom. Oh, and it's always like a wooden door with like a precarious lock. No, it's always like a wait. It could be two people in the store, but it's like <laughs> one's in there and one's waiting. Because <laughs> it's the other guy that also came with his wife, and yeah. he's like, damn it. They got Arby's beforehand. <laughs> they did the GC for lunch, Arby's <laughs> for dinner, and then hit the antique store. I'm going to round out the day with the antique store. Gross. It's just, just so What are the much. five things you always find in an antique store? And I don't mean like categories, like not like, well, there's always records. I mean like the five specific things. Okay, weird brooches. You always see those. Okay. That you would think like because they're in a display case, like, oh, maybe these are expensive. No, none of that shit's expensive. It's all like costume jewelry that your grandmother had in their attic, but nobody knows if it's expensive or not or rare. So you always find those. Um, what else? There's always like a random like pack and play that's really dirty. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, is this an antique? Because I'm pretty sure these were around in the 80s. Like, I guess in, I guess the 80s are antiques now, but like it's a dirty ass Graco pack and play. Like nobody wants that. Here's a couple I always see. There's always a like a watering can, a metal watering can that's like completely rusted oh, yeah. and like hanging on the wall. Well, that's because that's a planter for somebody's front porch. But it's seen its day. It's like it's not <laughs> like old. that's garbage. Yeah, that's it's not garbage. an antique. That <laughs> should have gone out in the trash. There's always a set of salt and pepper shakers that mm. are like um, you know Mr. and Mrs. Claus or something. Yeah, or they're like two two kids kissing like in the leaned in position. Yes. Like mm. yeah, which. Begs the question, who who buys that? Or does that stay in the antique store forever? I it's think like, I think that's a not for sale item. That's okay. like how you draw people into the antique store. Just to see it? Yeah, you gotta have that on display. Okay. So people know it's in <laughs> people know it's an antique store if they walk in and they see those. There's the thermos that's got the plaid on it. You know, those are pretty rare though. Yeah, but it's there, but it's like in really bad shape where it's like, ah. Oh, yes, need- it's not in good enough condition to be like oh, I'm going to get this. This is like pristine. It's always in like the most shittiest condition. You're like, that would be really cool if it was like refurbished. But then nobody buys it and it just sits there lonely. There's always a chair with no seat. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? As in like buy this and you can add a seat to it? Yeah, like it's a wooden chair and it had, you could tell at one time it had like a wicker woven seat, but the seat's like completely (laughs) fallen out of it and it's just there. Like in the corner, but it's $55 if you want to buy it and put a fucking seat in by yourself. The people in the antique store, not a varied crowd. I liken the people in an antique store to a higher level, a one notch above the people you find at a garage sale. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not going to haggle crazy to like try to bargain with you for a $20 item to try to get it for 50 cents, like the people at a garage sale, but they will be like, do you think they'd go 20 on this? And then there's always the lady at the front desk is like, um, that's not my booth, but I can call Judy and see if she would take 20 for that. And in that case, that's always the time where I'm like, don't worry about it. I'll pay 25. Like, so I'm the not. Booths in an antique store are interesting too, because someone stocks that and like prices it, but yeah. they don't man it. No, they never man it. And every antique store is like, I keep track of what was sold by taping the tag to a sheet of paper. Totally. And it's from booth 275. Totally. Listen. Is it, anyone making any like real money off that? At the end of the month, are they like, you made $62,000 yeah. in the booth? Or is it like, you made seven bucks? I think I think it's more like seven bucks. Maybe a happy medium in between. Like, oh, you made 10 grand this year. It's like, cool. <laughs> this year? 15 grand in rent for your booth. <laughs> <laughs> and the sales tax that you have to pay on this. Well, that's what I was driving at. Is this more a hobby for people than it is... I have to imagine. So what about the antique mall owner? Is that like the shady side of antiquing? Do they just like, are they like the baron who controls all the booths? And they're like, like, you come stock my store. Antique (laughs) czar. They get a cut. (laughs) Wait, is this like the modern mob? I don't know. Farm owners? Maybe there's a whole underground world to any antiquing. Uh, If we disappear, everyone. Oh my God, they found out. We have to kill the whiny girl in the old fashioned If you own an antique mall, come tell us, like, the horror side of... Please. Yeah, that world. Spill the tea out of your 1970s tea kettle that's rusted out in the bottom. We want to hear it. anything interesting. When Reddit was pretty young, they used to do AMAs with average people. AMA, if you don't know, is Ask Me Anything. It's like a, a web forum where you throw it out there and then people just ask questions. Well, it became a thing for like celebrities over time and then PR and marketing places got a hold of it. But originally it was just like common people. So like I read one that was an elevator repair guy. It was like one of the most interesting things I've ever read. Elevator repair. Yeah. Which he said, he's like, I can't believe people are so interested in this. They probably because no one's ever fucking met an elevator repair man. Why would you? Yeah. When would you stumble upon them? Maybe if you were in an elevator that needed repair, you'd be like, now I know an elevator repairman. It's fascinating. But yeah, it's unfortunately kind of been taken over by... So do AMAs not really exist anymore or do they only exist for like celebrities and shit? No, they do. I think the ones that just kind of get traction now. I mean, there's so much on Reddit compared to what it used to be. I was on there when it was fairly new and it was mostly IT stuff, honestly, and a little bit of nerd culture stuff. Really? A little bit of pop culture stuff, but... IT yeah. stuff? Yeah, actually. Like in what regard? Like software and development and like new releases yeah, exactly. of like Apple stuff or whatever? A little bit, but it became a little more mainstream. And then now it's I mean, it's one of the biggest websites on the internet. So. Now it's everything. Like anything. I don't even listen to the news anymore. I kind of go to Reddit for my news because it like you literally do not get a one-sided approach. Like you will get every single side of everything. Yeah, and it's almost become its own search engine in a way because what I found is if you want to find a product review, like I'm looking at, I don't know, let's say a lawnmower, and you start searching it, all you're going to find are corporate things for it. Yeah, you'll find the AdSense stuff or the Yeah, and SEO. they'll always hype it up. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go to Reddit, you get actual people in the real. If you 
just search within the website, yeah, you get like real reviews of it, and it's like almost anything has at least a few posts about it, even really obscure stuff. So, yeah, it's insane because I like this is crazy. So I have I have a pole, a stripper pole, which my kids are like, "That's a stripper pole," and I'm like, "It is a workout pole. It's an exercise pole." But my kids see right through that bullshit. But I have a stripper pole that I I wanted to get one for a really, really long time because I really want to learn how to do like some of the freaking acrobatic tricks that they do on that shit, like the upper body strength because I have none. I think it'd be really cool to do, um, which I've had it for, <laughs> what, two years now and like I still don't have any upper body to strength. To be fair, I almost ripped it out of the... You did. You did. Which, guys, if you're like 220 pounds, don't run yeah. and jump on the pole... Yeah, there's no running and jumping on a pole when you're like 220. That's you can't do that, especially yeah. if it's not like bolted into the ground in the ceiling. It was pretty secure until my ass hit it. Yeah, and then I had to re like I had to re level it. So no pole work for Polly B. No pole work. Darn. Yeah, <laughs> I know everybody's dreams were crushed. Everybody's been waiting to see that. No, but I remember going to Reddit because I couldn't find any good reviews on like. YouTube had a few, but like I couldn't find good reviews online for like, well, what kind of pole is the best? Like, cause I didn't want to put holes in my ceiling. I wanted to be able to make sure if I wanted to take it down, I could take it down or, you know, put it in a different um, room or whatever. So I went to Reddit and honestly, the pole dancing subreddit was, it's all like workouts with poles. It's where to find the best pole, what one works for you, what one has these features. It was it's like the Google of shopping, like what to shop for. It's popular now, right? Pole dancing? Yeah. Yeah, I like think as a workout, so. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's always been popular. I think pole dancing's never gone out of style, but <laughs> no, for a workout, like there's pole dancing studios popping all up. I support this. I want to go back. I actually had full intentions on going to my first class. Because I've seen some YouTube videos, I've done some pole workouts, but I had full intentions of going to my first class the Thursday that COVID hit. It was like March 13th or March 12th or something. And I had full intentions of going that night. And then that morning was when I I basically was like, okay, had your kids, had your wives. We get inside. So where's the corona music? The pandemic music and the civil rights music and... All these things are happening. I feel like past events forced a lot of good art. What's coming out of all this stuff? Didn't you see, didn't you hear Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande's song? No. What? Yeah. They came They came up with a song. It's about quarantine. Really? Yeah. It's like basically like if there's anyone I would want to be stuck in the house with, it's you. It's like a love song about like being trapped inside with somebody during... <laughs> quarantine. I regret bringing this It sounds up. really stupid when I say yeah. it out loud. But I've heard it on Spotify a few times. And then there, there is, there is one that's like a complete collaboration, you know, like in the, in the early nineties when they did like the AIDS, um, the whole like music collaboration between all the people who. Yeah. I think like you two. Kind yeah. Of that, the right, bit, what was that called? It was in, it, it was like Queen you two, oh, you might be, or maybe it was the seventies. I it was when they they Farm did, Aid was the big Farm one. Aid, yeah, so when they did that big collaboration, the, the We Are the World, and 
There were a couple mm. different things like that where they brought a bunch of people, like a yeah. modern Woodstock type of thing. Yeah, I don't know. But along the same lines, they have Do like people a... people still know what Woodstock was? If they know who Fred Astaire is, they <laughs> definitely know who Woodstock well, is. Well, this crowd. Or what Woodstock is. And who Woodstock is, because Woodstock is, in fact, a character on Snoopy. Yeah, Which, do our kids know who Snoopy is? Snoopy and Woodstock? I bet if you said, do you know Woodstock the bird, our kids would be like, what are you talking about? That's a good point. Oh, my God, we're so old. It's the great pumpkin, whiny girl fans. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to watch... Like old Charlie Brown specials with yeah, them. Yeah, they don't hold up. Every year, and it's really, like, our kids are just not interested. It's funny what holds up and what doesn't. It is crazy, because they definitely have a very judgmental approach on, like, older... I don't know where they get it from. Yeah. I don't know. They have two very accepting parents. They don't get yeah, it. Yeah, we don't have strong opinions about anything. <laughs> we have strong, but not, not... Like, we don't hold to our opinions... We just kind of like make fun of everything. That is a true statement. Like I don't, I don't feel like I have strong opinions on anything, but I make fun of everything. I think I'm equally annoyed by most things. Yeah, yeah. There's no like prejudice, not prejudice, discriminatory, not pre- discriminatory. It's just like I don't know. We're just like annoyed by everything in life. I think I'm a contradiction, and that I'm like a simple creature. It's like beautiful women, alcohol. <laughs> Alcohol, alcohol, nicotine, nicotine, (laughs) women, and then, you know, like entertainment here and there. Is there anything else in there? Like women or alcohol? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Okay. And then everything else is just kind of like something that gets in the way of all that. (laughs) That's not a bad way to go through life. I mean, I guess not. It's a pretty simplistic approach when you say it out loud. Like I just want women, alcohol, and nicotine. Anything else is like a deterrent. I think a lot of veterans would agree with me. I would not argue that. Oh, yeah, and family, my kids. I forgot about that part. Oh, yeah, those people. That woman I live with and her three babies that I helped create. Oh, okay, yeah, those people too. Well, you fall in one of those categories. I, I am indeed a woman. I am a woman. Covered. <laughs> And I have often bought you alcohol and nicotine. So really, I'm the whole package, baby. You're welcome. Truly are. <laughs> How about you? What is your... What What's my thing that I need? Yeah, what are your drivers? I just want to be left alone, but also paid attention to, which is a very... Also a contradiction. It's a very huge contradiction. That's hard for me, because I cannot... Uh, I cannot seem to find the balance there. But no, I, I'm pretty simple. I just want to like go out every now and then, watch a funny show here and there, and listen to good music, and be creative. That would be a perfect day. I think if the whole world lived like that, it'd be a pretty kick-ass world. Yeah. Oh, and I want to make people laugh. And like smile and, and have fun with people. Why can't we just do that? I feel like that's what we are doing right now. I mean, the world as a whole. Oh, I agree. The world sucks right now. I know how we live. But the world we doesn't suck. Figure it out. Let's say this, because uh, after watching Some Good News with John Krasinski, this entire quarantine, I have realized the world, in fact, 
does not suck. We need to be focused more on the amazing things that people bring to this world and that people do for other people because the news focuses so much on the negativity and it focuses so much on the evil and the hatred that, like Fred Rogers says, always look for the helpers. You will always find the helpers. And there have been a lot of amazing things that have come out of COVID or these protests or whatever, like in the past five years, you know? Yeah, there there have been all kinds of extremes and all this reporting. Some horrific things, some really heartwarming things, confusion, frustration. But I think there's I think there will be I, I want to say, because I want to put it out into the universe, that there will be more good that comes out of all of this shit in the first six months of twenty twenty. There will be more good that comes out of this shit than bad. I hope so. It's going to expose a lot of bad, and we're going to think it's a lot of bad, but exposing the bad is actually a good thing, and we're going to get better as a human race. I think so. I'm convinced. Whiny Girl 2020. Yeah, I'm running. Put me on the ballot, motherfuckers. <laughs> actually, I don't think you're old enough. I think the presidential requirement is... Uh, what? I think it's like 42, something like that. Shut your face. Wasn't JFK like 25 or some shit? No. Oh. He was the youngest at the time. I think Clinton was younger than him, though, when he got elected. Seriously? You have to be like 42 to run for president? I think that's kind of young, actually. I think when they wrote that, that was actually not that young. I think that's insane. That means that, oh, my God, I have to educate myself. This is bullshit. You're removing the younger generation from making a difference in this country because they can't, they have an age requirement on president. Do you really want like a 25 year old to make decisions like that? Maybe if he's there for four years, maybe he'll just chill the fuck out and not like try to divide the country. Anyway, I don't want to get political. Uh, What's the age requirement? JFK was the youngest person. What, what age 43. was he? 43? Uh, no, he was 43 when he got elected. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I am wrong. 35 years old. Booyah. I'm running, bitch. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Natural born U.S. citizen. Check. Check. 35. Check. Be a resident in the United States for at least 14 years. Check. No. Not actually. What? A resident in the United States for 14 years? You lived in Japan for a couple years within the last 14 years. Actually... We technically did not because we still filed taxes because of military through the U.S. Uh, we were legal residents in the U.S. I don't know what the interpretation is on and that. And you were on a military base, so, like, that doesn't count because that is U.S. territory. Is it not? I don't know. i got to do my research. Hmm. Whatever. Anyway, let's move on to way funner topics. Is funner even a word? More fun, funner, funner, beautifuler, amazinger, all those <laughs> words. Put an R on everything. Whatever. What are you drinking tonight, old fashioned? Uh, I mentioned it was a single malt scotch. So this is Isla Storm from the Queen of the. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that, but a little education for your listeners. Single malt means that it was made in one distillery and scotch. Automatically means it's from Scotland. 
I mentioned the tasting notes, but uh, this one's pretty good. Pungent tasting notes. Pungent peat. Smoky. For those that don't know what peat is, it means dirt. The dirt that's found (laughs) under the grass in Scotland on the hills where the fucking ocean mist makes it wet and damp all year round. Think shepherds and their uh, flocks. I'm grossed out. The uh, the peat fields. What's the name again? Isla Storm? Isla Storm. Isla Storm. If I saw that on the shelf, I'd be like, Islay Storm. Because <laughs> I'm uneducated. Whatever. Uh, tonight, I am drinking Lazy Lucy by Blackwater. It's like a deck of cards. Looks like the Joker, but it actually has L's instead of J's. And then it has these this fun queen holding up a glass of rosé and a little pug in her lap. Ooh, and the opposite side, look, she's got, ooh, she's got some bondage gear going on on the opposite side. You see that? Oh. She got, like, the eye mask on. Hold on, let me see this. Lazy Lucy, what's that? She got a little bit of a, like, a see-through, yeah, it's interesting. Oh, that's a dog. It's a dog, but look at the upside down. Because you know how, like, the joke, like, on a deck of cards, the character's on both sides, and you flip it, it's opposite. Like, she's got, like, a little... uh, A little mask. little eye mask, little blindfold on. little corset. (laughs) A little corset going on. Lazy Lucy, you naughty girl. Lazy Lucy, you little hussy. Let me read these. Uh, The tasting notes from this rosé. So it's Lazy Lucy, Blackwater Rosé. 2018, super old. Feels like years ago with everything that's been going on. Uh, The resident princess in our family, Lucy the Bulldog. Oh, so Lucy's the dog. Lucy's not a hussy. Lucy's the dog. And it's a bulldog. It's not a pug. So I'm an idiot. Lucy the Bulldog is not exactly known for her athletic nature or serious demeanor. Cute as can be and a favorite in all company like this wine. Nice. It's very good. Um, a little sweet for my taste, but then again, I did have Pinot Grigio at uh, happy hour. So. Oh, Pinot Grigio. I know. You know, I had to go back to some basic bitch stuff today. Uh, yeah, 2018 Rosé, and it is a product of South Africa. Wow. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's produced by Blackwater Wine, but it's imported by Vine Street Imports in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. So all the way from South Africa to New Jersey. Oh, you know why I don't like this? Why? 11.5 alcohol per volume. Oh, you violated your own minimum. Why the fuck did I buy this? Because of the label. Well, it's a fun label. This is definitely a day drinking. Like, you could finish the whole bottle and not even feel like you needed to go home, right? Like, you just start a new one afterwards. You'd be like, what? I just Too had a fisted. bottle. I just had a bottle of Lazy Lucy. Good sun drinking. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, cheers to the old fashioned. And thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So glad you could make it. I know it's tough to fit me into your schedule these days. It's a long walk down to the studio. I feel so privileged to have the honor of your company. I agree. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for joining us. And until next time, cheers, bitches. See ya.
Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Whiny Girl. Be sure to check the description for all the links from the show and visit thewhinygirl.com for all things whiny girl. Until next time, cheers, bitches. Booyah.